welcome to a barf episode of Respawn <laughs> Aim Fire. <laughs> uh, that's Backlog Accomplishments with Respawn and Friends. I am Holden Depardo, and I'm here with a special guest you've never met before. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hola, me llamo Miguel Guadalupe Santana, y yo tengo escuela mañana. Yo tengo juegos más grandes de un toro. Así, 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 así. Oh, con leche de escuela. It's Chad. <laughs> it's Chad! Chad Michaelinus. What's up, everybody? Hi, hi, hi. Question. If you're listening to this, I was going to say go to the poll, but I don't know when you're going to listen to it. Tweet at us. Yay barf, boo barf. One of those two. Yay barf, if you like the name barf and you think it's funny and cute and we should keep it, or boo barf, if you think we can do better. Yay barf for me. I like barf. I kind of like barf, too. But I, so every time I tweet about so, like a game that we're playing for Barf, and then I tag like the studio who made it or the game itself, and I'm like, do they think that we're saying we hate their game? That it's like vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope because we've also would have tweeted out to some of the best develop, development teams ever. So right? yeah, gotta be respectful. Gotta be, it's all for fun. It's all just for fun. It's, it's their fault for not month. listening and, is, and assuming that we right. don't like The Last Guardian. That's like looking at the review score and not reading the review. That's on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, we played The Last Guardian this month. It was my first time playing it. You have played it before. I have. I have played it once, and then I promptly played the VR experience. And um, then I played it again this time for a second time. Yay. Um, we had some people share their thoughts on the game. I say let's start there. Hold on. Did you, jo- you just learned. You can tell the people now that, now that you know the definition. You just learned what a thought was. Oh, T-H-O-T. Yeah. Well, I knew like what it meant, but I didn't know that it actually was an, uh, was an anagram for something. I had no what idea. Is it, what does it stand for now? What do you know? What uh, does it stand for? That hoe over there? Yeah! <laughs> I'm proud of you. Very, very relevant to the government. I was very surprised <laughs> you just brought that up. No, you said people shared their thoughts. Oh, right, right. okay, yeah, yeah. So um, the first thought, um, and this is a thought for sure, Cozy Bear. Okay, I was about to say, if you start with Jerrica, that's offensive. No, I was starting <laughs> with Cozy Bear. Um, Cozy Bear did not finish the game because uh, we did not tell him in time when we were going to be recording. So that I feel like that's that's on me. So I just want to say that. Sorry, Alex. But you did share your personal thoughts with us. And you said, having played a decent amount of Eco and Slatter Shadow of the Colossus in the past, it feels like a much more polished version of them. The expressiveness, the complexity of Trico's AI is insane. Looking forward to playing more. I concur. Aww. Jerrica shared her thoughts. Um, oh, where were they for a second? Just had Jerrica's thoughts. Jerrica from Glitch Girls Gaming. Yep. Also, Cozy Bear. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Cozy Bear? At Cozy Bear. Oh, it's at Alex Cozina. Oh, Twitch TV at Cozy Bear, yes. Twitch.tv slash. But his Twitter go, is, go follow is at him, Cozina. Subscribe, whatever. I, um, at Blatt, Alex Cozina for Twitter. But yeah, Twitch is the other one. I made it very confusing for people. And you were doing such a good you job, did. Chad. You did. <laughs> Um, Jerrica told us, in reference to that last Guardian, I hope you mentioned its butthole. That freaked me out. <laughs> someone, des- someone designed a butthole to put on that creature. I played, but the butthole was too much, so I had to quit. <laughs> that reminds me of two things. One, the episode of Community where they make, they have like a, a design our school's flag competition, and they anonymously submit a flag that's a butthole, and the dean didn't realize it was a butthole. 
So that's another school <laughs> flag. And then the second one is um, I forgot. So now we're just gonna go with that about buttholes. Buttholes. Um, then also, oh, it reminded me of the horse testicles from Red Dead. That's what it was. <laughs> like somebody spent a large amount of time designing horse testicles, and some some person did the same thing for this butthole. Yep. Um, and then Dallas shared his thoughts. He said, writing in for Barf episode, I enjoyed the little bit of Last Guardian I played. Trico's cool. It's pretty. I should finish it. Love you. That was Dallas saying, love Aww. you, Dallas. But we also love you, too. I love you, too, Dallas. And that's Dallas. He's not from Glitch Girls Gaming. He's from, um, oh, shit. What's his Instagram handle? I can't remember. Something about fucking Dallas. That well, his, Twitter, Twitter. his Twitter is Heel Smitty. But everything else in his life is D fucking Smitty or D d f and it's great it's all it's all not the same yet still very much the same i love him go find him um yes thank you everyone for writing in that's really that's the most participation we've had for a barf episode yeah i think it the next sounds like one was metro and we had two people write in for that yeah it sounds like based on the audience that if you weren't looking at trico's butthole the entire time it was a very <laughs> enjoyable experience well, I'm going to say I never noticed Trico's butthole. In two playthroughs and him being actual scale and size in VR, I never noticed his giant beastie butthole. I didn't either, but so you have a platinum trophy, right? Or you no, have like a few no, trophies? No, 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 no. I got I have a like random... 14% of the trophies. Oh, okay. I don't know if you got this trophy, but I got one, speaking of buttholes, called like Nature Calls or something like that, and it's seeing Trico poop. Because Trico can poop. Oh, I didn't know. It's a gold trophy. It's a gold trophy. Yeah, I guess I assume it's like after you feed him enough, if you like keep watching his butt. Yeah, actually, it was kind of random. I I think it was kind of a fluke in my case. We'll mm-hmm. talk about the game in a second. This is important. <laughs> <laughs> um, I walked into a different room and like my I just panned the camera over uh-huh. and I happened just to see Trico like in the distance like squatting over or something and then the trophy popped up and I'm like oh he was pooping and then I go over there and I'm like oh yeah there are little like green little poops everywhere. I don't. I don't know if I have that trophy. I certainly did not get it this time. I did get one gold trophy this time that I didn't. Oh, it was pull all the spears out as quickly as possible. I have now 26% of the trophies. Yeah, I did not go after the, the platinum. I know at the beginning of the month I told everyone, yeah, I think I'm just going to, since I played it before, go after the platinum trophy. And then in looking at what that required, I would have to do multiple playthroughs. One of them is beat the game in five hours or less. Another one is beat the game without dying. Uh, another, oh, sorry, reach into the game without a game over. And then there's hear every hint, collect all the costumes, suits of armor with 20 or more bear. Like, it's a lot of work. So there are costumes? I didn't even know that. Okay. Interesting. I do have that one, The Call of Nature, Catch Trico in the Act. And I got it, oh my gosh, almost two years ago today, on January 22nd, 2018. Uh, I want to do a little quick rundown of the game itself, because I think this it's development story is pretty interesting it was originally supposed to be a ps3 game obviously we played it on ps4 why is that listen to this and you'll find out people bought ps3s to play this game this and kingdom hearts 3 people (laughs) bought ps3s for (laughs) oh yeah kingdom hearts 3 that's really funny Mm -hmm. so in 2007 it was announced that they are working on something they didn't say what it was they just said hey we got some early testing stuff going on very much like they just did last year um they announced that they're teasing something and they're working right. on something um it wasn't until two years later that they actually showed it off at e3 as the last guardian um and then they didn't give it a release date at the time but the was, next year they did give it a release date it was supposed to come out in 2011 was on that ps3 tease the when they teased it 
Was it the announcement or was it the tease where they just showed basically the well from the beginning and the one feather? That was the tease. That was the tease. Okay. That was the tease. The and full then they trailer. Showed Trico and the trailer. Yeah, it was called Project Trico um, in like some leaked footage beforehand, and then. When it was announced at E3, that was like the full, like tr- expanded uh, clip of Chico, seeing Chico for the first time. Um, obviously, it did not come out in 2011. And in fact, it kept getting kind of pushed back and just like not showing up at E3 for like several years. There was tons of rumors that it had been canceled. And I love this quote from Scott Rhodes saying that they were literally laughing at dinner when they heard the rumor that it was canceled. I thought that was kind of funny, like very kind of candid response. I, I appreciate that. Um, and then obviously switched development over to the PS4 um, after Ueda left Sony and just worked as the on the project as an independent contractor, essentially. So after that, then it moves to PS4. It was reintroduced again in 2015 at E3, now shown off as a PS4 exclusive, and then came out in December 2016. And I did not play it, but you did play it at that point. I played it in 2018, it looks like. Did I wait two years to play that game? It looks... Well, you played a, like a year because it came out December 2016. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you played it December 2018, then it was two years. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I think it's always kind of interesting when a game switches platforms like this. I think in this case, I'm really glad it did. I think this game is a better PS4 game than it would have been a PS3 game. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Chad, you played it for your second time. What was it like on a second playing of The Last Guardian for you? Um. Well, number one... I have a history with um, the studio. What is the studio again? Team Eco. That's it. Yeah. Team Eco. Um, yeah. First played the very first time I ever saw Shadow of the Colossus. It was my best friend, the best friend's house in high school. And he's like, dude, you got to see this game on a PlayStation. It's like Zelda, but so much cooler. I was like, all right, I'm in. Showed me Shadow of the Colossus on PS2. And he's like, look, you have a sword. And he just showed me running up to the, fr- the very first uh, Colossus and killing it. I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. And then when they came out remastered on PS3, because they remastered these things for PS3 when they announced Last Guardian. Because they mm-hmm. were like, we're going to do this now, and then maybe next year-ish you'll play Last Guardian. And Last Guardian was supposed to be a, have a demo on that disc as well, and right. obviously that didn't happen. Ooh, actually, rewind. I bought the PS2 disc of Shadow of the Colossus, played it on my original fat PS3 with backwards compatibility. And then at the time, Eco was going for like 70 or 80 bucks physical because you couldn't buy it any other way it was just a ps2 game and i was like well yeah. i guess i'll never play eco then they announced the collection played through both of them on ps3 this game last guardian definitely has a lot more in common with eco than it does shadow of the colossus eco is basically a, it's similar you're escaping a castle and uh a lot of it is an escort mission with the princess rather than trying to figure out how to get this giant bird dog rat thing through the castle Oh, my God. So then I played this again for the first time in 2018, and I was like, damn, this thing was underrated. It was frustrating, but it was great. You bond with this animal, and I was so – I was like, more people should play this game. It's so sad that it – because it wasn't getting great reviews, I think. I think it was like six fives and sevens. Yeah, the AI got a lot of of criticism. Right, and I remember the people who were defending it uh, were all about, like, that's the point of the game. The point yeah. is that this is supposed to go from a dog, basically, that you just picked up off the street, no training whatsoever, and throughout your 10-ish hours with the game, you're training this dog, and you're becoming closer, and you figure out how to communicate, and all these kind of things. And I was like, 
I get it. Yeah, because owning a puppy is frustrating. They're going to chew the windowsills. They're going to eat your shoes. Mm-hmm. They're going to poop on your bed. Like That's stuff that happens, and then eventually <laughs> you figure out a compromise. You can poop on my bed as long as you eat it afterwards. Like <laughs> I don't want to clean up your poop. <laughs> Puppies, 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> Too frustrating. But no, this, the, the AI in the game, like you really do feel this progression throughout the whole game of, of you are bonding with this animal. And it is starting to understand you. You're starting to understand it better. And then eventually by the end of it, you guys are like these really great friends and partners. Mm-hmm. And I did all of that once. And I loved the game. I was like, more people should play this. It was frustrating at the beginning. And I understand. But by the end of it, it's so worth it. And then two years later now, I go back and play it again. And I get about three hours into it. And I almost want to give up. And I'm like, God, this is so fucking frustrating. Controlling this thing is a nightmare. Is it even worth it? And I almost quit again. I was like, no, you know it's worth it. Stick with it. And I was like, yeah, but I've already done it before. So is it even worth doing it twice? I know the good stuff is there. I was like, no, fucking do it, you asshole. And I'm glad I did. I stuck with it all the way through. In fact, I played it all in one day. We, uh, I played it starting on a Sunday morning. We recorded on Sunday afternoon. And then I jumped right back in and finished it that night. Um. Yeah, I really, I really, really enjoy this game, and I do even on a second playthrough. I think it's it's severely underrated how great it is. It's definitely one of those games where I understand every criticism that is thrown against it. I also think it's a complete masterpiece, and it's very unique mm. in the gaming world. Masterpiece, go on, masterpiece. So yeah, it's frust- It is frustrating. It absolutely is frustrating. But to your point. That's what the game is supposed to be. It's supposed to be this bond with an animal. Animals do not just respond to calls instantly, which makes Trico feel like this natural character. Is probably throughout the game. I was initially the beginning. I'm like, this thing is dumb. I get the AI complaints. I was kind of frustrated with it, but it's this combination of. There's like a soul to Trico because of the way he moves. His animations are so good. Oh, that's which 100% it. Yep. It's, he just feels like this living creature, which then when you think about it, say, hey, you're like, yeah, this is exactly what this, this animal would be acting like. Yeah. I think the when only you see, thing... When you see him, sorry, on that point, yeah. like when I go and I'm like, I want to feed you this barrel so you can get stronger and... and and I can feed you and you go and you drop the barrel and you expect alright this is a video game I put the barrel in front of his face he's gonna eat it now and then he doesn't and you get frustrated a little yep. bit and then you see him like paw at it and play with it like a dog and I'm like yep. fuck how can I be mad at you I know this is not progressing me anywhere in the game and I understand why this can be frustrating <laughs> but because you're so lifelike and because that's exactly how an animal would behave in this situation I'm like I get mm-hmm. it I get it yeah and it makes sense why this game took so long to make because I'm sure that was extremely hard to pull off. That I, I have no idea. Nothing that I looked up says what the development struggles were, but I would be shocked if it wasn't Trico's AI that was the, the struggle of, of I, the development. I would be willing to bet my entire left lung that that's why it shifted from PS3 to PS4. And that's exactly why I think it's a better PS4 game than it could have been on PS3. I think it just – there's no way to know. But I feel like it would have been lacking had it not had the horsepower behind the PS4 to to, to power all that. Because yeah. it's Trico is the highlight of of the game. The boy is very much like your. It's like Link. It's just the link to the character. Like you're just that's you. Um, but that works really well for it. Even his animations too are. So, I, I think I'm really impressed by the animations in the art direction of the game. Like like Trico and that kind of emotional stuff aside. We'll, we will talk. We will talk emotions in a little bit. Um, <laughs> 
It's so goddamn gorgeous. Just the environment itself. I'm just going to say the the environment because it very much is just one environment, uh, yeah. which is kind of a, a criticism I do have of it. But it's so good looking. The lighting of it, the way everything just moves in the world, like it just feels like a natural, real place that I buy into, even though it's clearly designed as a video game at the same time. Um, I do think that it the environment is very much the same throughout the entire game and you're very much doing the same things throughout the entire game that I was enjoying my journey but it was the end that like last maybe 30 minutes of the game that sealed the deal for me really just actually even see that it's like the last 10 minutes of the game I mean we're going to spoilers we're going to spoil the game right yeah you should you should have played the game if you're listening to this yeah, um, I fucking bawled my eyes out so hardcore <laughs> at the end of this game. Oh, um, God, it gets gruesome. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. So they showed the flashbacks, and I'm like, why are they showing the flashbacks? Oh, Trico brought him here. Okay, I guess that's interesting. Um, I just want to go back to Trico and just, like, hang out with Trico. But then when they show that the barrels are children, basically, that yep. were captured, my gut turned and i'm like i've been feeding those to trico any chance i could get <laughs> like oh i found a barrel let me give it to trico and i'm yep. kind of curious on a second watch did that hit you at all like did you want to like give barrels to trico i had completely forgotten that fact uh <laughs> I, I remember oh yeah there's barrels that are food and things like that. i feel i was like i was kind of speed running a little bit for the most part and mm-hmm. then i was like i'm not trying to find the barrels i'll only find him and feed him whenever he's needs to be for story reasons revived yeah um but yeah i totally forgotten that aspect before i played it again crushed me i'm like holy shit like that took a turn and then all the like the signal that's calling in all the other guardians to come after trico essentially and attack trico i'm like can i stop right now and just do a holden solo because i don't know if i can like deal (laughs) with with this moment it really hit me and that's when it kind of like that kind of the whole culmination of like oh i did develop this bond with trico i'm really upset that he's getting completely mauled and is probably gonna die especially when they rip his tail off Oh yeah, when they when that when you see that guardian bite on his tail and is just tugging and tugging and tugging and then it rips it off, I yeah, was like, that hurt me. That hurt me deep. Because mm-hmm. you feel so powerless. I can't fight these things. There's nothing. Yeah. that I you can fight, really. You do. don't fight at all in the game. In fact, there are only really two sections: one at the very end when you finally get mm-hmm. the little shield, and then one when you're like fighting the other guardian in that giant arena or the giant yeah. coliseum area. And even then, you're really just assisting Trico and making sure that Trico doesn't die by, like, right. doing something, whatever you can figure out to do with the environment. Um, but then when you and Trico leave together and Trico saves you, I might get emotional here. I'm really going to try not to be. But when Trico saves you and brings you back and the villagers recognize that that's the monster that took you know the um the boy in the first place and they just start throwing spears but the boy is not strong enough to stop them and he and, yeah. he, and i remember just i kept hitting our uh, r1 in triangle to be like jump trico run away <laughs> like get out of here and i was just doing it continuously and i was literally in tears while like doing this and when trico ran off i was i, I felt so much relief I was sad that I wouldn't see Trico again, but I knew that if Trico came back to that town, it wouldn't pan out for him. And then the credits roll, and I'm like, that was a beautiful ending. And I'm like, that, I'm so res- I have so much goddamn respect for this game. 
I'm going to watch all the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't usually do. And in the words of Homer Simpson, the end of the Simpsons movie, you will memorize these people's names. <laughs> Every single one of them. Uh, and then there was an after credit scene. Did you watch the mm-hmm. after credit scene? Yep. That was like the little cherry on top. Which is I fully expected when I first went into this game. It's going to be sad. Trico's going to die. That's going to be like, the, oh no, Trico's dead at the end. And that's not what happens. What happens is that all the hints that you were given in the game was narration that your character is telling these little kids in the future of your journey with Trico and what that was. And it pans across the whole world, goes back to the ruined city in the basin and deep down below to the cave. And I'm like, oh, that's really, that's a nice little the touch. Cave, like, you found him, yeah. yeah. But then you see the green eyes open and Trico's alive all these years later. And I just, what an awesome ending. And he can still, real... he still like feels the bond yeah. you guys have together. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, Trico. <laughs> Oh, those all those poor other Tricos that like now that they're not brainwashed and being called to that tower, what do they do? I don't know. And they can't know. eat little liquidized liquefied babies anymore. That's a good that thing. Towers, maybe. yeah. But then, like, what? That's all they've known to eat. What else do they eat? Um. Well, Trico survived, so they survived yeah. somehow. I don't know either. It doesn't make logical sense, but they survived. They can't it's go anywhere else of that tower because people hate them because they steal babies. Like that's that's also an interesting twist. That, like the thing that you end up bonding with and really loving by the end of it is the thing that brought you here to kill you anyway. It obviously yeah. didn't know that it was doing that to kill you. It was yeah. just being brainwashed and controlled. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I don't really know what it was that was controlling him. I guess it was that like kind of sphere thing at the top of that tower. But I don't yeah. really know what it was. Did you have an interpretation of that? Because I didn't really. It just. I guess I was just magic is what of, I viewed it some as. Some kind of technology or magic that is. Cool. The same kind of thing happens in like in Shadow of the Colossus and Eco, where it's like that. They don't even try to touch on whatever that is. That's not what's important in yeah. the story. Yeah. The whole story is the emotional bond between uh, Trico and the boy. It, it's very much like a fantasy version of The the Last of Us. You're going to have to explain that one to me. It's a, You and Trico have this bond as your journey throughout the game. Joel and Ellie, it's all about them creating their bond throughout the game. It, it's purely about the bond of these two characters. It's a fantasy version of The Last of Us. It's just the bond. I feel is like the you important could say that about it. Ratchet and Clank or any other duo in no, video games. No, but like, <laughs> no, because it Ratchet and Clank doesn't hit you emotionally at all. Not so the, yet. Not until it's on PS4 or five. It is on P. It is on PS4. No, the um, original game got remastered for PS4. Wait till they make yes. one for a current gen system, and then it'll be bawling our eyes at the end of it because it's all about the bond no but i was thinking about the last of us quite a bit because the game the last of us a lot of it is you having to be concerned about ellie and looking out for ellie the whole time and there's that bond said through gameplay throughout the whole game and i and i got that kind of vibe but in a different sense in this game i don't see a lot of games where you have that kind of companion character throughout the entire game and it's something that you actually create an emotional bond with as the result. I think Last Guardian and Last of Us are the only two games I have played that are like that. We'll just wait till Jack and Daxter and Banjo-Kazooie, baby. 
Just kidding. But I, I never played Jack and Daxter, so I don't know if that's true. And it's yeah, definitely but not I, true for Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you're right about the companion part, but it's the emotional <clears throat> part that I, th- right. I think is kind of what yeah. I'm getting at. And more importantly than all of it, they both have the word last in the title, and that's the most important part right. of the connection. I don't yeah. know if the audience can hear my farting, but I can't stop farting, and I'm so sorry. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear it anymore. I did hear that one earlier, but not, not okay, now. Good. good. Yeah. Before we were recording earlier, not during recording. Good. But yeah, that's, that's what I think about Last Last Guardian. I cried my eyes out like a little baby at the end of it, which I didn't expect. Even I, like I do right remember before. crying the first time. I teared up the second time, but I didn't actually cry, but I do remember the first time I'm actually crying. It came in two phases. It was I cried, and then I'm like, okay, it's still sad, but I like I I got control over it, and then I'm like, I don't have control, <laughs> and then I just started crying again. <laughs> uh, but that surprised me because like I guess like when playing the game, going, I'm probably gonna cry at the end of this game because Draco's gonna die, and it's gonna upset me. I just kind of like had that feeling, and it subverted my expectation and didn't end the way I, I expected it to end, and I still had that emotional connection. So I think that was I think it'd been really easy for them just to kill Trico and be like, wasn't that sad? Yeah. And they didn't do that, but they definitely played with it. Yep. Do you have any uh, favorite or least favorite like puzzles or parts of the game? Um, my favorite. I think my favorite. One of my favorite sequences, because mm-hmm. it hits hard and it was a little bit more action packed, was the fight with the other guardian, and how yeah. like you're dropping down level by level, and then you're stuck in the tree. And oh god, watching Trico be like figuring out how he can get you out of the tree, and he's like. He's like pawing up at you and he can't reach you. Mm. And then he's like trying to jump to something, but he's scared. Like that. Oh, hurt my heart right after that. Anyway, uh, yeah, the whole scene where you're like trapping the thing in the tail and pushing the mine cart on top of the other. Like that was really cool. Um, I remember the first time playing it, having a lot of trouble with the section where you're going from tower to tower towards the end. And you have to yeah. use his tail to like shoot the stained glass eyeballs. I remember having so much trouble with that at the end. Like, I almost gave up that close to the end the first time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a ton of trouble, but it's definitely it's something I had to do, like, two or three times before I could do it. Um, yeah. But in general, I, this game just took me by surprise. It was so good. So good. Well, sorry, your favorite mm-hmm. or least favorite parts? I'd say that the the cage was my least favorite part of the game. We were stuck in that cage because I don't know if I was doing anything oh, wrong. Oh, God, yeah. But I'm just like in the cage, and then it just keeps me in the cage for a while. And I'm like, should I be rolling towards something? Is something I should be doing? And I'm just like, I'm going to try just to go off the edge. And maybe like I'll go off the edge, and Trico will like save the day or something like that. Because that's happened a few times in the game now. And I'm trying my so fucking hard to get to the edge. And I'm like, but there's a little like little bit of a lip, so I can't get on yep. the edge. And I'm just trying. I'm like, this is so fucking goddamn frustrating. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? No, you're just supposed to wait for Trico to come. And it just takes a ridiculously long amount of time yep. for him to show up. You're just supposed um, to struggle. That's it. I'm just supposed to struggle. I kind of find that went on a little too long. Um, I, I Like you, I loved the, the, the battle with the other Guardian, where you're like pushing a minecart on top of its head. I was so worried. I'm like, I know it's like, I know this is scripted, so it's not going to hit Trico, but I'm like, this could hit Trico. Yep. Oh, and just good. watching him get, like, just destroyed by this other thing. And then the guy's throwing spears yeah. at him. Oh, uh, I love... And the little blood stays. I like well, that. If you if they throw the spear at him, and then you pull the spear out, and you know how you can, yeah. like, comfort him by, like, patting him on the, the tummy or wherever mm-hmm. you want to pat him? If you do that yeah. on the blood, that heals him. Oh. And the blood disappears, and then he, he heals faster. 
if you don't i didn't know that so he just had little blood spots all over him by the end of it as i just kind of thought that was like oh you can see the journey on him um it stays the entire game yeah, I no, I w- I would go up and be like, oh, you got blood here. Here we go. Here we go. It's okay. Oh, you got blood up I here. Did... There we go. It's okay. I didn't even think to do that. I'm You're a, a jerk. monster. I'm a monster. Um, the other part that I found a little frustrating was in the <clears throat> final tower area. Um, two things. One, I didn't know that you could actually use that shield to kind of stop guys stop like the other like soldier dudes oh yeah temporarily like, them just like freeze in place yeah so i was just kind of thinking like oh so is this part of the game like i just wait for trico to kill everyone and i'm just like hanging around i didn't realize i could participate and then someone with like a shield came over to like stop true with, with like the stained glass shield to like mm-hmm. stop um trico in his place because if he sees those he's, he stops moving for anyone who doesn't know and that's when I kind of figured, oh, I have to do something here. And I had I started experimenting and figured it out. But um, I didn't realize that. But more so, there's that part where you, once you get inside the tower, which, first of all, I love that like opening room inside the yeah. tower. With, there's the little elder you have to use. And it was not obvious to me at all that I had to go down to open up the ceiling. Because oh, I tried going down. But you, have to, like, down you have to pull his tail, his tail down. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being so the first time I played that. I remember being so angry at that part. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck do I do? And then looking up a guy, and I was like, you're kidding me. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I have to up a guy move his yeah. tail into a hole in the ground and then climb down his tail. What? Mm-hmm. But I did, By the time I got there, I was like, there's something about his tail in a hole in this part. I remember being upset by. And then I did it. I was like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> and I think the only other thing would be kind of like an overall. Yes, the, the, going back to the whole frustrating AI, but it's intended. There were a few points from like I think that it's a little extreme, where like Trico, come here, no, a little bit further, and like I'd have to have him come all the way to the edge of something, and he still wouldn't do what I wanted him to do. Or it'd be like I would be, all right, it'd be like you have to point in a direction to get him to jump. Yeah. And I'd point in a direction, I could see a ledge up there, but he wouldn't do it. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess I, I have to find a different way. And then I'd go down somewhere else, look around, and I'm like, no, that's that's got to be it. That has to be it. Right. And then I go back up there and do it exactly the same way as I did before, and then he finally fucking does it. Like, that's I where get it gets that line between like video game and and training your animal we're like yeah. in a regular video game you're like that's where i'm supposed to go i know how to do it boom i've done it yeah. versus this one where you're like you have to feel confident enough that that's where you're going so that you know that it's the animal that's not doing it correctly and you've got yeah. to learn how to figure out how to communicate that to them otherwise yeah. yeah you get trapped in those situations where you're like well i thought that was it but i'm gonna uh, i'm second guessing myself and they do a good job of circumventing that frustration sometimes with that kind of hint narration saying, oh, the ceiling, you know, uh, was getting in the way. Like, OK, so it is the ceiling I have to think about right now. But there are a few points where they didn't do that and it would have been useful because then it felt like, OK, well, I feel like I'm I don't know where I'm going now. And I could have used that little bit of a direction. Um, so it got a little frustrating. It, took, it went too far, I think, in some parts, but never to the detriment of the experience. Um the controls are a little loose, but I kind of feel like that's just like a Team Eco thing. Like Shadow of the Colossus kind of had those. My yeah. two, my two qualms with this game, and what I think keeps it from being like an excellent game for me, yeah, is one the controls, like the the actual physical mechanics of movement and traversal in this game. Yeah, it, it feels almost exactly like 
Shadow of the Colossus and Eco, where it has that mm-hmm. weird floaty feel. Like you never feel like you can control them precisely enough. Like walking yeah. a- along like a cliff or something like that. I was always worried like, oh, he's, I'm going to fucking walk off the cliff. I know it on accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they just don't feel precise. The um, Luckily, there's not a, in, like in Shadow of the Colossus, there's not a like stamina like grip in this one where you don't have to hold the button in order to not fall <laughs> off of things. Yep. Um, but the the second thing that was the camera. There were times when this camera, being on such a giant creature in such yep. tiny cramped spaces sometimes, was so frustrating. Especially <gasps> when you have to climb on top of him. And you can't quite tell, did I jump on him or am I underneath him right now? And you can't tell because the camera angle's flying all over the place. Yeah. That got a little frustrated too, yeah. I To me, it never held it back from greatness. Excuse me. Um... But it definitely was frustrating. I really think that if I had stopped playing it midway through, I probably would have been pretty lukewarm on this game. I really think the ending is what made me go, no, it was all worth it. It was all great. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, one last moment that like emotionally just almost wrecked me was when you're in the mines and you're trying to get out of the mines and he has to like crawl through the little tunnel and he can't quite fit and then you open up mm-hmm. the gate for him and he's like trying to, but he still can't do it and you have no other choice but to let that gate fall on his head. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God, yeah. I feel so bad. And then the whole fucking thing collapses on you and him. And it's like, I just killed him. <laughs> um, yeah. It was good stuff. Here's my question. To get a platinum trophy, you have to beat this game in five hours. That's impossible. How? How could you beat this game in five hours or under five hours? I don't know hours? if it's impossible. Like. The it obviously must of, be possible, but yeah, I, it seems like, like it is. The as long as you understand, like you've got a firm grasp on the commands and when they're appropriate. Like you had mentioned, like if you need them to jump up on something, you got to point in the direction. Well, if you actually just tell them to jump, eighty percent of the time that'll accomplish it on the first try. You don't even have to give a direction. As long as you say jump, he'll know he's supposed to jump somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like knowing that ahead of time, knowing exactly where you're supposed to go, so you don't have to worry about solving the puzzles. And like, mm-hmm. I can see how it can happen. But you definitely have to do several playthroughs to get that platinum trophy, because there's no way you can explore everything and beat it in less than five hours. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sounds like we both liked the game. Yeah, and if you have a, if you have a PlayStation VR headset, listener, go home and uh, there's the free VR experience. I remember really really liking that too. It's kind of short, but it's like you throw them a couple of barrels, you do a couple of fun puzzles, and. I think there was a flying segment. I think you fly on him. That sounds like fun. It's been two years since I played it, but I remember really liking it. His That's feathers it, were amazing looking. They were amazing looking most of the time. There were some times where I'm like, wow, you look gross. Mm, I don't know. I never thought that. I thought they always looked great. Especially in the light, when the light's hitting them. Mm, that light. They are individually... They're individual feathers. So, like, the wind moves through them individually. The light hits them individually. They shine individually. That's yeah. impressive. You can Again, tell. Again, do that when on a they, PS3. When the, sometimes whenever he gets shot in space or something like that, and his feather, like, will stick up, like, it's all matted with blood and shit like that. Yeah. Every single feather can do that. And you can go and you can rub it, like, hey, it's okay. And its feathers will slowly go back down. Any last thoughts? Nope. My last thought is next month we're playing Banjo-Kazooie. If you are a patreon.com slash respawn aim fire patron, you got the opportunity to vote and decided that we're going to play that. You can get it on 360, Xbox One, N64, backwards compatibility for the win. 
It's on Game Pass. Yeah, I'm excited to play this one. It's cool because to play like the, the spiritual predecessor of The Last Guardian in Banjo-Kazooie. I'm very right. much looking forward to it. Right. It's all about that bond between you oh, and that, that damn bitchy bird, Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take us out, Chad? Uh, sh- uh, sure. You usually do that. so it's, it's, That's you know. it. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do the whole usual sign-off on barf episodes or anything like that. We just, just bye. <laughs> bye.